the podcast once again yeah. it's uh march 14th still uh we just did our last podcast with bob holsinger uh, i hope you'll go back and uh, take a look at it it's very interesting on the local elections uh yeah uh, information that we're talking about he's running for kathy darling spot which um, is the county clerk here in shasta county we're brought to you by mountaintopmedia.com and uh you know the uh what did i say uh, not the mothership because i don't like the mothership that sounds like some kind of earthy uh, something Hillary Clinton would say. I'm I'm like the Enterprise or you know something like that. The, the carrier, the, the carrier, <laughs> the aircraft carrier. I don't know what we call it. The USS <laughs> Enterprise. There you go. <laughs> Going uh, beyond uh, and beyond. Anyway, go to mountaintopmedia.com. <laughs> there you have it. So uh, we want you to hit the uh, like button and uh, please uh, share this video. Uh, we need to get it out there as much as possible. And uh, smash the bell or yep. kick the bell or, uh, you know, gouge the bell, <laughs> whatever works Hit the for bell, you. whatever. Whatever works for you. Just make sure you do something with the bell. <laughs> now, today's topic is inflation, and I got a cartoon queued up. This is called John Law and the Mississippi Bubble. It's it's fairly long, um, longer than I usually run, but I'll tell you what. This is worth watching in light of today's, uh, you know, current events. I mean, I watched this. I think this is from, like, I don't know. This is from like 10, 12, 15 years ago or something. Uh, uh, I don't know when this was downloaded, but uh, it's been a while. I don't see a date on it. But uh, it's uh, this really hits on, and, and this is John Law, was a Scot guy out of Scotland who, you know, kind of pulled the same scheme that we're pulling down a little bit back in the day. This is back uh, the French Revolution days. But go ahead and play it, and this explains a lot better what inflation is about, and then we'll uh, have a conversation after that about current events. So go ahead and uh, go ahead and play it, Elaine. Let's uh, let's watch this. This is from Canada uh, Broadcasting. <laughs> Money. Money. Oh. Money. Anybody can get rich quick. No risk. All you have to do is think big. Have faith. Way I go for the pot of gold. The most sensational get-rich-quick scheme in history exploded in France over 200 years ago. It burst like a bubble. Mm -hmm. 
the great King Louis XIV had borrowed most of the gold in this country to build his magnificent palace, among other things, so that when he died, the rich were poor and the poor were poorer, and they wanted their money back. The new king was only five years old, so this regent took over, and he had a plan. I'll pay them back with IOU, government bonds. That'll shut them up. But they weren't entirely satisfied. They suspected the cupboard was Kind of like today. But the regent had another scheme up his sleeve. Simply devalued the gold they still had. And that move brought almost everything to a standstill. Now, the great Scottish economist, John Law, had been traveling around Europe for 20 years, studying currency systems. And one day, the financial wizard turned up in Paris with the answer to the regent's problem. Try paper money. Paper. Yes, paper. I'll open a bank. You've never heard of a bank? Well, here's how it works. It's simple. People who have gold, bring it to me. Mm. I give them a receipt, a banknote, a piece of paper. But it's just as good as gold. It was admittedly somewhat inconvenient to carry your gold around with you. And for the smart boys, the new banknotes mm. became so popular, the regent proclaimed them the official currency of France. But that meant he now had a hand in running the bank, and, unfortunately, he got carried away. The regent didn't understand that a paper currency must represent real wealth. But John Law did. And John Law dreamed a magnificent dream. I see the Mississippi River. And that land they named after King Louis. Louisiana belongs to France. It's rich in diamonds. Gold, furs, rubies, who knows? Suppose we form a company to get at it. We let people buy shares in it with those IOUs the regent palmed off on them. If he'd give us the charter, everybody would be rich. It turned out that almost everybody did indeed want to share in the riches of Louisiana. But the Louisiana venture itself kind never like quite Dow got Industrial off the ground. <laughs> it remained an undeveloped swamp. But forget Louisiana. The share's the thing. And when they were sold out, people started buying them from each other with their paper money. And the prices skyrocketed. Whenever more shares were issued, Law's house was besieged. And all this time, the regent continued to turn out more and more of the green stuff. In one street, investors moved into all the houses. Gates were erected at either end. One gate for the nobility, the other for everyone else. 
and every morning at 8 o'clock, the gates were flung open for trading. Some people even made fortunes renting their backs out for writing desks. One day a pauper, next day a prince. The combination of millions of paper notes and wildly inflated share prices gave birth to a new word that was on everybody's lips. Millionaire! And then, one January morning, a wealthy prince walked into the bank with all his paper money and asked to have gold instead. It took three wagons to carry it away. It was great while it lasted. But the dreadful truth was there was only enough gold to match one-fifth of the paper money in circulation. Word got around. People raced to get their notes converted before the gold ran out. We've got to persuade them not to cash in those notes. Your Majesty, all you have to do is put out a royal edict that will devalue gold. That'll stop them. But it didn't. Your Majesty, we still need more gold. I have a plan. We'll take it from the people and give it back to them again. Royal edict followed royal edict. Printing money is illegal. Selling gold is illegal. And finally, they closed the bank. John Law himself was somewhat agitated. The situation was getting out of hand. Since the money people got for their shares was worthless, the shares were worthless too. But there was still a ray of hope. The company would buy back the shares. But what would they buy them back with? Easy. Disregard Edict 3 and print some more money. And to persuade people that the money was valuable, Edict 8, gold coin is illegal. Prices rose to such an insane height that Law was forced to break the guarantee on his beloved paper notes. They would be worth only half their face value. But this move just turned Paris into a thieves' paradise. So they made gold legal again. And in the last stampede to get gold for paper, 15 people were crushed to death. It's Law's fault! Let's get him! Law fled to the palace. It was all over. The four-year reign of paper money that began so successfully had ended in utter disaster. The Mississippi bubble, as they called it, was the first of the rags to riches, two rags stories that have marked our history. John Law slipped across the border in disguise, broke and broken-hearted, never to set foot in France again. However, at that very moment, over in England, the South Sea Company 
was offering shares in the riches of South America. They called that one the South Sea Bubble. So there's a lot to be taken from that, you know, and this process has happened over and over and over again. And that's why I wanted to watch this because, you know, what you're seeing is a bank run, for example, on the gold and, you know, money being traded for, you know, worthless pieces of right. paper being traded for worthless pieces of paper. You know, they're the first stock market uh, deal here. Now, that went for four years and we have never seen a fiat currency ever last without going to zero at some point. We're in about the 50th year on ours. And yeah. we're 10 years past where it should be. Now, they're manipulating it because they've got a worldwide economy going here. But at some point in time, this bubble pops because the, the stock market is way overvalued. They're suppressing gold and silver prices uh, because, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's an indicator. It's like the canary in the coal mine. So there's a lot of things going on here and a lot of moving parts. J.P. Morgan said gold is the only real money. Everything else is credit. So you realize when there's no backing and they have unlimited printing, this is what happens is it destroys the economy eventually. Well, yeah, because it just keeps devaluing everything constantly So let's, over and over at a very rapid speed at some point. So let's, uh, let's uh, pull up some of our headlines. Let's start with our first headline. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you could get any dumber. I mean, um, well, yeah, well, there is that, and then there's Pelosi. Uh, right. You know, argues that spending trillions helps lower national debt. Global inflation is Putin's fault. How? I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's a surreal. Uh, that goes right along with Biden's statement this morning. D did you hear? Uh, oh, uh, about you know, well, we're the, getting the government there. spending. Yeah, okay. no, we're getting okay. there a little bit because if you scroll, uh, you know, up, I guess is uh, okay. So the national debt now is higher even after two years of the Fauci lockdowns and the Pelosi spending. So what really <laughs> causes inflation, and this is a, a, you know, inflation as we talked about in prior episodes, is is increasing the money supply. Now, as Just a byproduct, printing the paper. Well, or or putting digits into uh, the computer. Yeah, that's true. But Increasing the supply of money. Right. A res, as a, a, a result of doing that is prices go through the roof. Now, uh, supply chains, uh, things, uh, the economy starts to collapse. Uh, you go back to the cartoon, and then people are stealing from everybody. Every, everything turns into a big problem, and it's hard to to see what the problem is. I mean, uh, Keynes said that, uh, you know, that uh, – Nobody sees this. One in man in a million will see this, and I can't remember the exact quote because it's kind of hidden. You're not seeing them create the money, okay? Especially now where it's all digits and they're right. Doing they it don't worldwide. say, "Oh, today we printed or we, you know, added, you know, ten zeros." Right now, they don't tell you that. Give you a daily report on it. Now, if you go to Zimbabwe, they'll they'll show you. You got hundred. I got notes at the office. On, you know, starts at a, a penny a note and up to a hundred trillion dollars. They're just devaluing it. Now, there's a lot of factors here. The lockdown costs, you know, costs some of it. But the fact that they're trying to blame this on Putin is absolute stupidity. And Trump was uh, a, a part of this, too. You know, he kept the machine going as well. So this is not just uh, indicative to uh, Democrats. It's also Republicans. Uh, since Nixon took us off the gold standard in 1971, this has been going on. If you look at the line on the—look uh, where it starts— 
And this is, this is because now you can print money without any backing to hold it accountable, okay? And it just keeps going up and up and up. So, uh, you know, to try to say that the national debt is, is uh, caused by, uh, you know, the, the, uh, over the, their, their spending is actually holding the national debt down is like stupid. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, now what it tells you is these guys will say anything to anybody and nobody's supposed to know any better. Okay. No, they think people just go, oh, yeah, because we're spending a bunch of money. There's no problem with it. Now, this comes from the St. Louis Fed. This is their, their uh, and now we're starting to hockey stick up. Now, what's going to happen when people start to realize that as the money becomes worth less and less Well, like and they less. showed in the thing, when they start losing their confidence, right. it's conf- so to speak. It's, it's a confidence game. It really is. A it con- is. It's a con game. So yeah. let's go over to the RNC, uh, RNC research, and and let's let's look at Biden here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's going to tell us. Uh, okay, go ahead and play it. It's a little eleven second deal. I'm sick of this stuff. Oh yeah. We have to talk about it because the American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. <laughs> That's it. I'm sick of this stuff. Yeah, this is what this is the problem right yeah. here. They don't even now if he he either understands that doesn't or he doesn't. So he's either incompetent or he's a liar. Okay, because this is basic stuff. We just watched a cartoon that was d- produced in Canada uh, 15, 20 years ago, whatever it is, explaining inflation. Now all of a sudden nobody knows what's it is, right. what it is. Okay, so let's. Uh, I think they just push his button and he just talks whatever they tell him. Well, I mean, they might know? pull his string, you know. Yeah. But it's funny because if we look at some of the uh, the comments, I thought were really enlightening when I went through this. I'm Simply lying. not true. Just, just like lying. I lied my entire <laughs> life, so it's one hundred percent true. <laughs> you know the best. One is the, on this was the comments. You know, Trump added seven point eight trillion to the national debt in four years. Say uh, in four years, so you say it didn't contribute to inflation. Of course it did. Right. Nobody see nobody's denying that except the the, the, the narratives. Okay. Then we well, got, yeah, and then right now everything's Russia, 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 whether it is or not. I mean, you it's know, Putin's fault. It's all put. Putin's fault, yeah. Yeah, so, but these tweets are are, are priceless. (laughs) Biden's gas prices even forced Tom Brady out of retirement. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That is uh, great. Let's see, literally every major developed economy has uh, has elevated inflation right now. Not just in the U.S. It is not caused by Biden, and anyone who says otherwise is trying to manipulate it. This guy obviously doesn't understand anything. I'll say so. We've got they've been printing money worldwide with the dollar, the Federal, the Reserve currency, which is why there's inflation worldwide. Right, exactly, because okay. it's pegged to it. Donald Trump uh, Jr. Anyone want to take a guess at how many world leaders ignored calls from President Trump? See, we always get the politics in there. Uh, Jedediah Billa. Uh, which I thought was interesting. I'm 3.5 weeks away from leaving New York City and I can't cannot wait. wait. <laughs> I'm not sure what that has to do with it. Couldn't pay me enough to live in this city again. <laughs> uh, Jack uh, Prosbiak. Uh, uh, rem- a reminder that uh, Mitt Romney's advisor was literally on board with Burisma. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, keep going. If you're in a war zone, don't you know post where you live. Uh, yeah, let's see if you're <laughs> drones and missiles. Do not post on social media where, where you, you are live. ever. Do not do this. <laughs> Even a private message. Strange how uh, Fauci disappeared so quickly in 2022. Uh, yeah, where is he? 
Tulsi Gabbard is crazy and must be stopped. <laughs> uh, it just goes on and on. We can all agree that daylight savings time stuff needs to stop changing. And if it doesn't, it says it all truly. Uh, let's, let's go up to the Babylon B one or down to the Babylon B one. Tom Brady realizes. No, yeah, right there. Tom Brady realized it's easier to hit be, be hit by a 300-pound lineman than stay home with all his kids. <laughs> Keep going down. There's a there's a video down here. No, no. Let's look at uh, let's look at Rand Paul. Why did we? Now his father knew what was going on. I read a book from Ron Paul way back in the day in the Fed. He's done several of them about this problem. And uh, you know when you look at this, why did we spend two years not following the science? Well, again, what happens when science is dictated by one man, unelected bureaucrat? So what does that got to do with the post? I don't know, but. Uh, 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 let's see, real commander in chief, uh, stop lying, Rudy Giuliani. Stop lying, people are dying. <laughs> <laughs> so this this progresses into completely off the subject. Okay, uh, and and uh, and then we're to and the then gas now we're prices. look. This is in L.A. right here. That's seven fifty five a gallon for uh, you know uh, a Supreme, and he looks like he's a little agitated. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I think you might be. It's bad enough. So, but it's all Russia's fault. All the war propaganda, all screaming and lies and hatred come invariably, uh, invariably from the people who are not fighting, George Orwell. So keep going here. Uh, so let's let's see. So you can take a president's history. Let's uh, listen listen uh, to what Trump has to say. It's a. Have you ever seen anything like it? <laughs> millions and millions of people, many of them from jails from other countries, are being dumped into our country. He invited them in. He invited them in. He does nothing about it. He triggered massive inflation. There were more COVID deaths in 2021 than all of 2020. And hospitalization shattered every record, even while Biden imposed illegal mandates all over the place. He ordered the Department of Justice to spy on patriotic parents. He crippled American energy. He disgraced our nation with his Humiliating surrender in Afghanistan. There's never been a lower point in the history of our country. Go ahead and kill it there, and let's keep There's scrolling. There's never let's been keep going down. I want to. I want to see the rest of this, and then I want to go to another post on. Uh, no, we're all much better off now. He's been in office. Yeah. Can't you see how well it's? Going? Oh, here's one up here with Jenny Beth Martin. Breaking: All U.S. Army personnel will be forced to undergo mandatory gender dysphoria training by uh, September 30th. 2022, according to the report from the wow. Washington. I mean, uh, uh, you know, it just shows you how bad it is. Keep going down a little farther. This is uh, now these guys. I want to. I want to listen to this one. This is a short clip from uh, ABC, and this is uh, these guys are finally starting to admit in a sort of soft way that maybe there is a problem uh, and with the gas with, prices. And stuff? Well, with with, with the, who caused it? Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead and roll it. Although, if you look at the numbers, uh, inflation really started to rise almost exactly when, when, when Biden came in the White House. Now, now yeah, obviously, that, that argues my point, doesn't it? But look at this chart on gas prices uh, just since February. If, if you look at the, I mean, it's, it, is a, it is a shocking <laughs> increase that, do, you know, doesn't correspond. <laughs> Although, if you look at the numbers, uh, inflation really started to rise almost exactly when, okay, when, that's when good. Biden. Okay, that's just uh, repeating. But we're starting to see 
so what did he do? He stopped the oil pipeline. He's been print more, printing more money than God. You know, it just goes on and on and on and on. And uh, kind of reminds me back in the seventies. Remember, we had gas wars and and all of that. Yeah, so we're it, almost it, there again. I guess they're doing a lot of that in the Bay Area and places. Yeah, we don't want to see Pete Buttigieg uh, or whatever his name is. Not all. that there was a problem, and we thought wasn't that during uh, Jimmy Carter Day? So, <laughs> and we thought he was bad, and we, Biden's worse than Jimmy Carter was. So it's it's just absolutely crazy what they're what they're doing and what they're saying, and uh, well, like the gas price, they always say you know we only get ten percent from Russia. Well, if we only got ten percent from Russia and that was the equation, how come the gas prices shot up like that? Well, it's even less than that. I don't even think, I think it's ten percent. Like it's like I, I, last I heard, it was like one and a half percent. Oh, really? But whatever so, it is, so how does it doesn't that even come? matter? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it, what it is is it's propaganda because these guys don't either understand it or are lying or trying. Now, are, is, are they trying to sink the economy? I think so. Okay, and I think that uh, they'd love to see America fall. This guy's not a president, uh, you know. He's uh, he's a he's a shill for somebody or Obama, you know, who got COVID by the way. So I, with that, we'll, I saw that. I want to transition a little bit into this that before the, COVID. We got about five minutes to the end of the show. I want to transition to COVID here a little bit, and you know, I think we've hammered the inflation now. Pfizer's COVID nineteen vaccine goes into the liver cells and is converted to uh, DNA. Uh, That's study. very scary stuff. Uh, very, very scary. It's just unbelievable what they're doing. So the RNA, mRNA from Pfizer vaccine is able to enter the human liver and is converted into DNA. What the hell is this thing? What the hell is this thing? It's, uh, uh, you know, there's study after study coming out saying this is a problem. And then we hear. Uh, yeah, there's this. Um, uh, what's her name? Naomi Wolf. Says that you know they they put different amount of stuff in the the jab, different percentage, different batches, and different batches. So you don't know. You could be getting. I've, let me take a. It's look not here. like we're mixing bourbon here. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah. I got the twelve year with the uh, with the fruity uh, uh, scent and the and and yeah, and the it goes raisin like on my three, tongue. You know, I mean three UGs. I'm not sure what if that. The term, the you know, the symbols afterwards, right. but it goes three, ten, thirty, and a hundred. And then you wonder why. I, I mean, my friend is in the hospital today. Our friend, they're, yeah, they're having the, the surgery, surgery right on, now. on yeah. blood blood clots, and I haven't heard back from his mom yet. So uh, after three yeah, shots, and we know Obama got it uh, over the weekend, evidently, and he's had everything in a booster. Now they're talking about a fifth yeah. shot. And if that doesn't scare you, what they just uh, mixing cocktails up? You know, just. Oh, bloop, sorry, got too much or what, so you know? So I encourage everybody to do their homework here on some of this stuff. I do want to go to the next tab here and uh, in the last few minutes of, uh, of the segment here. Ten things you should know about the new Pfizer document. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's see. Uh, right there, we'll start with those. Ten, okay, here are some of the issues. Now, this is the, the Pfizer release forced by the judge on the on the stuff that was going to be withheld on the, on the information and the documents. So this is their documents. actual documents from Pfizer. This is what they've gleamed out of those documents yeah. after the release that they were trying to, you know, keep from everybody for 75 right. years. Nothing to hide here. Why would you not want to release it to the public on this thing? Yeah. Uh, well, Don't read this. Yeah. <laughs> and here's some of the issues that uh, they found. Okay, Pfizer claimed repeat, repeatedly in, in their documents to the FDA 
uh, that their vaccine would prevent COVID-19. Not uh, not really. Uh, Pfizer knew the injections' adverse reactions would increase with more injections of continuing boosters. Wow, that's not a problem. Number three, Pfizer knew their injections did not stay at the injection site. Hmm. Number four, Pfizer knew that the vaccinated group reported far more systemic adverse reactions than the placebo group. That These guys need to go to jail. I was going to say, I mean, isn't this like premeditated murder? Knowingly, you did this? Well, I don't know why they didn't want to release the documents. And they haven't yeah. released them all. There's like 400,000 pages. This is the first 10,000-page release. And then they're going to do month after month, 80,000, 70,000, all the way up to September or, or something. Uh, the whole f- oh this my is, God. This is uh, just who, the first 10,000 yeah, exactly. pages. Yeah, What made. else is going to be in there? Number five, uh, Pfizer knew that the efficacy of the vaccine waned very quickly over time by as much as 50% in as little as a month after the second dose. How come nobody knew about that or were warned? Okay. Pfizer defended VAERS because they didn't want extra reporting cost uh, burdens. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Number seven, there are six individuals that signed up for two different clinical trials at two different sites, which is really odd. So six individuals signed up for clinical trials in two different places? That's not odd? Uh, we're just going to go from yeah. clinical trial to clinical trial and sign up. No problem. So know. what if I get really dosed? Yeah, just yeah, hey. let's not check. Just keep jabbing them. Just hey, man, jab let's them. get a vein up. You know, yeah. let's just uh, here's give me the your jab. gift card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here's here's your ticket to the circus. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, you're in the lottery. Yeah. Um, Pfizer knew. This is number eight. Pfizer knew vaccinated individuals could still catch COVID-19 and test positive. Wow, that that's not relevant information for everybody to know, is yeah, it? Yeah, they didn't hide that from anybody for oh, two years. And we find out the guy who's running Pfizer is a veterinarian. Yeah, I mean, what's the problem? That's where I always get my, uh, you know, uh, crucial well, medical th- advice is I go to my well, vet. that's why you can't use ivermectin because you're taken away from the animals. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what? Yeah. So, unbelievable. Number nine, there's four, 1,448 pages comprising 9,704 individual subjects who were excluded from the trials. There isn't enough to detail to know why. So Oh, so we just decided 9,700? You're out of here. We don't want to look at what happened to you because, yeah, I, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know. You didn't make the 10,000. Mark, so you're out of here. I don't know. Number 10, Pfizer said that 2,800,000 and some change paid. They paid for their application to the FDA. Now, I said on, on one of the podcasts over at the Board of Supervisors that it was uh, they were paying money to the CDC. I think I got that wrong. Uh, they were paying it to the FDA, you know, and I. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so they're paying the FDA for the application. Come on, hold on a second. They're paying the FDA for the application uh, for these, uh, you know, emergency use authorization trial, you know, on the public. Wow. You know, uh, number 11, it is troubling that Pfizer redacts information that is not proprietary that would be very helpful in assessing the data, such as the number of doses administered uh, in the adverse events of special interest. So they're not even, so they haven't even released all the data. They're not even right, telling yeah. you how bad it is. Number 12, Pfizer only tests you for COVID. 
uh, if you have at least one symptom. If the vaccine suppresses symptoms, which apparently it does, uh, then it will falsely appear as if the vaccine reduced the number of COVID cases. Now, don't you think that's important information to know that if you get yeah. the vaccine? So that's why people get vaxxed, and then they say we don't got COVID right away yeah, because no problem, we're it, good. It's suppressing the the uh, <laughs> it's suppressing the symptoms, and then five days later we'll change and, and and you get COVID. Then they, they're going to say you didn't get vaxxed in the first place anyway because, because you it's didn't not fourteen days. Yeah. The, yeah. These guys need to go to freaking jail. Okay. This is this is not this is we're making fun of this. It, it's not but, funny. But it's not it's funny. funny at all. No. Okay. And look at the millions and millions and billions of people this affects. You think? Yeah, I mean who knows what the real number is, but it's so, yeah. Number 13 and then we'll we'll call it a day. How could anaphylaxis not show up in the phase three trial on any of the 44,000 patients yet show up as a major concern in the post-marketing document? Wow. Yeah. So I think we're out of time, but uh, I think you get the, the picture. We had to hit that and cover this. Uh, yeah, and just remember that it's not even... Uh a drop in the bucket of the information that they have in all the other pages. And, uh, you know, so go get your Vax and your circus ticket if you're crazy. Uh, all right, today, Monday, March 14th, uh, we're about done here. Uh, we got anything to add to it before we nope, sign off? I think that's about it. Uh, government is not reason. It is not eloquence. It is force and force like fire is a dangerous servant and fearful master. We'll see you next time. Next time.